And this podcast is brought to you by Comedy Central's Roast Battle. What's a roast battle? Imagine the perfect combination of stand-up comedy, rap battles, and professional wrestling all in one place. Now join Brian Moses and DJ Coach T for Roast Battle, the podcast, as they bring you weekly live battles from their world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, all right? So if you want to hear some insensitive jokes, some politically incorrect jokes, but every joke you hear comes from a place of love. Subscribe now and leave a joke of your own when you rate and review. This week's podcast is brought to you by Toyota Untold. Toyota isn't just a car company. And the new podcast, Toyota Untold, isn't just about cars. It's about finding solutions. It's about triumph, facing fears, celebrating life, and rethinking what's possible. Toyota Untold. You can find Toyota Untold right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Check it out. It's Toyota Untold. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, welcome. Hopefully you guys had a great week. It's a, a, a start of a great new year. Yes. And um, I was been great so far. So um, shout out to my baby who treated me to a Manny Petty. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, she insisted that I got clear coating on my hands, which clear I thought was... Clear coating on your hands. On my fingers. Clear nail polish on your fingernails. Whatever. You, they know what I meant. <laughs> my shit is shining, B. Yes, they look so nice. You look like a well-kept man. Oh, thank you. I she, like that. She wanted me to get the shine on the, on the toes, too, but I was like, nah, B. The shine. I was like, nah, that's a little too much. I don't know much. why you refuse to get it on your toes. This is a little too much. The, your toes will just be sparkling a little bit. That's all right. That's no, all. Nobody needs to see my toes sparkling. Except me, and I'd like to see it that way. You should have done it for me. I'm a man. Man, man, man. But you have it on your fingernails, which everyone can see. I know, but you talked me into that one, so I wasn't going to let you do my feet, too. You know you're not making any sense. I right? know. But anyway, <laughs> welcome, guys. And, you know... The podcast, if you listen to the podcast, we it always comes from something that's going on in our life or something that we were discussing or something that we've seen on television or on social media. And this came from uh, something that we seen a couple of days ago, actually last week. It was the whole Cassie, Diddy, and Trainer. Alex Fine is his name. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know, I'll, I'll just give you a, a quick rundown because we don't know exactly what happened. It's just what's reported. Um, so of course, Diddy and Cassie were together for years and, uh, allegedly they broke up because somebody cheated. At first they said maybe it was Diddy's infidelity, but then they said maybe it was Cassie. Maybe Cassie cheated with the trainer. So they're saying that Diddy hired a trainer to help him train for himself and to help his family train his kids and his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. The trainer that Diddy hired needed help. So he got a couple of other trainers that he worked with. And one of them was Alex Fine, who trained Cassie mm-hmm. allegedly he trained her they fell for each other and Cassie is with him now now we were in the car talking about this and so you- we had to put our conversation on hold so we're actually recording this podcast earlier than our normal scheduled time correct because we were having the conversation in the car and we were just like you know what hold the conversation mm-hmm. don't say another word let's just have the conversation on the podcast correct so that's what we do. So you guys now. are going to get this bright and early Wednesday morning. Right, right. Absolutely. So um, I was telling Gia, I was like, you know, it has to be a little difficult and tough for Cassie. <laughs> and she was like, well, I said, you know, no disrespect to Alex Fine. I don't know Alex Fine, but think about it like this. And and shout to Cassie, shout to Diddy. We're taking it out of you guys because, you know, I, I know them. And, and also because we don't know what actually went down we're just talking about what was rumored but the rumors can be so far from the truth so we're not reporting that as fact or anything but the rumors were food for thought food for inspiration to talk about on the podcast absolutely so we were saying now you know cassie's with diddy and you know she lives a certain lifestyle being with diddy diddy's Mm -hmm. a multi-millionaire close to a billionaire there's certain things that Diddy does. There's certain restaurants that Diddy eats at. There's certain clothes that Diddy wears. There's certain ways that Diddy moves. You know, you fly private or first class. Mm-hmm. You eat at the top tier restaurants. Mm-hmm. You're pampered. 
all the time. Massages, Mm -hmm. pedicures, manicures, foot massages, neck massages, elbow massages. I'm sure all type of massages, nose massages, (laughs) shit that just we just normal people can't afford. Just shit like that. Okay. So now that she's with Alex Fine, allegedly, her life changes. You know, now there's no longer driving in a Maybach and having a driver. And when you wake up at seven o'clock, your food is there. And at noon, you have lunch. And then at four, you have a pre-dinner. And then at seven, it's dinner. And then at 10, it's dessert. And somebody tucks you in. You don't have somebody those. Somebody tucks her in now. Yes, you don't have <laughs> those luxuries. Well, we don't know what Alex Fine can afford. Alex Fine, no disrespect, I don't know the brother, but he's not on Diddy's level. We can all agree to that. Okay, I, he's of not, course, yes, we can agree. He's to, not isn't fly- he a bull rider? Or I, I read something about him being a bull rider. I don't know bull rider. I don't know trainer. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what his job is. But he's not flying private. You don't know if he's flying private. He's not flying private like Diddy. He's not. No, he, there is no. Let's be honest. Like we can uh, we can speculate that he's not flying private. I mean, I don't know how much bull riders make. So, okay, let's just take for granted that he's not. He's flying not flying private, private, so that this conversation. So can what progress. I was saying is, I was saying so Cassie. So Gia asked me a question. I was like, I think Cassie will be back with Diddy, and you said why? And I like Cassie. Cassie's a cool person. A you know, if you ever speak to her, she's very nice, uh, very complimentary, very down to earth. Very cool, right? Mm -hmm. And and I said, I think she'll be back. And Gia was like, why? I was like, because it's hard to leave the lifestyle. And Gia was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, it's hard from flying first class and private every day to now being in the back of the plane and coach. You know, that's a difficult task. It's not like you always there and you'd be like, ah, this is is what I'm used to. This is normal. This is normal. Mm -hmm. But that's not normal for her. The last 10 years, that wasn't normal. You know, wearing... No disrespect to Steve Madden, but wearing Steve Madden shoes opposed to wearing $5,000 shoes. Not to say Steve Madden shoes are, are not, you know, fine, but it's not normal to Cassie. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, wearing uh, a Target dress or a Walmart dress. Walmart is, and right, Target. It's not the same as wearing Oscar de la Hola Hela here. There's a designer with an Oscar. I just, just don't. It's De La Renta, but you just have to take it. But I'm saying so after, different quote unquote, being in love with Alex Fine and, you know, loving him and great sex and him treating you well. Cool. Mm-hmm. But then you got to get to the point. It's like, but, you know, I, I, I don't. I, I want to go back to eating towel, you know. I, I don't want to eat McDonald's anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, this I, I, Applebee's is cool, but I, I want to go to, you know, what's the famous restaurant in L.A. I don't know, Chow's. Chow's, you know, just saying things like that, you know. So I was telling Gary, you know, I think she'll get back because I think she'll miss that lifestyle. And I'm, I'm, of course, I think she'll miss Diddy, but it's also that lifestyle that people miss, which that. Which made me interested in what you had to say about the importance of material things and a lifestyle in a relationship. Correct. And I was under the impression that you kind of prioritized it more than I might have guessed that you would have. Correct. In a sense. You said to me, well... I understand why football player wives and basketball player wives and entertainment wives stay in relationships with cheating spouses. Do the bullshit, correct. Explain. Okay, I'll be honest with you. Let's say you're a football player or a basketball player or a baseball player, anybody, you. Okay. Now, during the process of being a star or a celebrity or somebody that you know, is very successful. It takes a lot, a lot of grind, a lot of working, a lot of not being there, a lot of depression, a lot of everything. So I'm there for you. Mm -hmm. I'm massaging your back Mm -hmm. and massaging your head. Why would you, why would you? I I, I pay for that. I I get my nose massage, my elbows massage. You don't have to massage my head. I got somebody else doing that. I got so much money. No, I'm saying in the process of getting there, Okay. In the process of making it, uh-huh. you know, you, we all start off and everybody's working hard. They're busting their ass. They're so you're saying that training. as my spouse, right. 
you are supporting me. I am supporting you. And you're providing a platform for me to be great. Exactly. I'm helping you. Mm -hmm. When everybody says you ain't shit, I'm like, baby, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, when everybody says you're not going to make it into the league or you're not going to be a rapper or you're not going to be a successful businessman, I'm in your ear like, baby, you can do it. Mm -hmm. I got your back. I know you got it. And I'm sitting there when you come home crying because you got cut off a team or you didn't get that deal or you didn't get that promotion or you didn't get signed. I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, even if I don't really believe it, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I got to be my baby support system. Mm-hmm. And then he really can't rap. Right. But I'm just going to encourage support him. him to chase that dream. Exactly. Even though he's 42 and it's never going to happen. Exactly. For him. Okay. And then it happens. You are successful. Uh-huh. I'm there for you. I helped you build it. I helped you get there. I was the one that was doing your secretary work because you couldn't afford a secretary. Mm-hmm. I'm your personal assistant. Exactly. I'm your masseuse. I'm your chef. I'm your cheerleader. Go ahead. And then what happens? You make it and you leave me for a pretty girl. <laughs> you don't want to get left for the pretty bitch? No. I, I'm not going to get left for the pretty bitch. pretty bitch in the face. Right. Exactly. So now what happens? Well, let's be honest. What happens? So now, and this is fucked up to say, but now what? I have. So now I'm cheating. You're cheating. I'm cheating with bad chicks. Correct. Correct. And you're, and you're just kind of left. Right, because we're not married. In we're, the dust. I'm, I, I'm engaged for 20 years, like a lot of people are. I'm engaged for 20 ten, years. 10 years. I'm engaged for 10 years, uh-huh. right? So now I have to look at this as a business because I know... I this know, is where it gets interesting, people. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm this be, is where he got my attention. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, like this is how I would have to look at it. I gave you 15 years ten. of my life, 10 years of my life, mm-hmm. right? We're not married. We're engaged for 10 years and you're cheating on me. So what do I do? Do I just walk away and leave everything I have? help build because mm-hmm. let's be honest i help build yes you, you help build me these these little these little bitches that you're around right now they would have left you a long time ago mm-hmm. you'll understand that later you're only cute now because you have money exactly well excuse me i'm only cute now because i have money exactly so now they want to they want to mess with me exactly okay so what do i but do? you love me for the real me exactly okay so what do i do now i have to say you know what well this is a business i can't just waste 10 years of my life <laughs> i can't all right. So I'll I'll sit there and wait for you to marry me and wait for you to put a kid in me. And, Great. and then and then I'll divorce you. OK. And then I get what's mine. That sounds a little chicken headish. You sound like a straight bird. <laughs> you yes. Are, OK, OK, OK. So if you're a female, this uh-huh. is really how you're thinking. So Rashana would do this. All right. Look at look at. No, and I'm just I'm just speculating. Look at Shawnee O'Neal, right? Okay. And Shaquille and, Sha- and Shaq. Mm-hmm. Now she was with him through the grind, through the problems, through the ups and downs, and everything that he was that he been through. Mm-hmm. You know, him not having a dad and all that other stuff. And he was she was his support system. When he made it, he started cheating allegedly. I'll say allegedly. Mm-hmm. And what did she do when she got to that point? She left. Most women would be like, "I'm not leaving," but she left. She was like, look, I stood there through the grind. Mm-hmm. I left. I'm taking half. And now I'm doing my own thing. She's good. Now she can go get a man. Remember that she, she had, get a trainer. Did she get a train? Did she have a trainer with dreads oh, at one know. time? I remember she know. was running on the beach and there's some big diesel. Dude. I don't know. But now she could she get a with trainer. some dude. I remember seeing pictures. Yeah. But, but like that is the like. But you're saying that she was able to leave because she, she already was married. Right. So she had the kids, she had the ring. She could leave and take what in your opinion was rightfully hers. Absolutely. Okay. And now it sounds chickenheadish and so it now, sounds so birdish. Now, but Rashana, I, Rashana who has been with me for 10 years. Correct. Let's say we're engaged for 5 years. Let's correct. make it realistic, right? Now I'm out there, I'm cheating. Mhm. You're going to force me to marry you. Correct. You're going to finagle it somehow. Correct. Then you're going to get pregnant. Yes. Have my baby. I, I mean, I don't even need a baby once you marry me because I get half. But go ahead. No prenup. But go ahead. And then you're going to divorce me. Yes. If you continue to cheat and you don't change. Absolutely. Yes. So you're going to do all of that just for <laughs> financial gain. Yes. Because you look at, look at it solely as a business at that point. At that point. Yes. Because let's all right, let's let's be honest, right? No, it's, it's very interesting that you um, that you agree. A lot of women have that exact 
mentality. But I understand it. I know you do. I, that's that's like you riding for me all these years. You help me. We never get married. We just you just help me. You support me. You're my support system. You're my backbone. And we both understand, you know, we can't get married now because we just can't <laughs> afford it. And then, boom, it pops off. And then when it pops off, I leave you and I start fucking with all these randoms. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I helped make you. Mm-hmm. I was there. I get nothing. Without me, there'd be no you. Without me. And people be like, no, I could have did it on my own. No, that's a lie. Because even in, 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 in our relationship right now, yes, I'm very successful. But without you, there would be no me. There would be nobody helping me to carry mixtapes to the to the Africans on Jamaica Avenue. <laughs> when I had beef, you was the one that pulled out the club like, what's up? <laughs> You know what I mean? When I had problems or or I was depressed or I wanted to quit, you were the one that was rubbing my back and, you know, massaging me in, in, in the basement like, babe, we, you it's going to be okay. It's the truth. Really you rub my head. You rub my head and say, babe, it's going to be all right. Like, I, like I, I, I have confidence in you. You're going to make it. So I, I get it. So if you weren't there, it would be no me. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Hey, Irma. Hey, Irma. <laughs> Irma, come say hi to the people. And Irma said, I'm sick. Just say hi, people. Hello, people. I'm sick. <laughs> Irma, I, I told everybody that if I ever leave gear, you're coming with me. She could, she stay here. Me, you, and the kids are coming. Me, you, and Brooklyn. She could have the rest. You, Irma, and Brooklyn. Me, Irma, and Brooklyn. <laughs> Bye, Irma. But yes, but that's that's the truth, and that's that's my mentality. Today's episode is brought to you by The Karma Project. There are 37 million vehicles that have been recalled so far for having a deadly Takata airbag. You can do some good by alerting your friends and family about this critical recall and earn serious rewards for doing so. You don't want somebody to crash. You don't want somebody to get hurt. You don't want somebody to get killed. So definitely, definitely, definitely do some good by alerting your friends. Now join the Karma Project and help get these deadly recall Takata airbags off the road. Get rewards for every friend and family member who gets an eligible vehicle fixed and for sharing messages about the recall on social media. Go to joinkarma.com slash Casey Crew. That's J-O-I-N-C-A-R-M-A dot com slash Casey Crew. Join karma.com slash Casey Crew. So what about what is there anything to be said for you, Roshana, mm-hmm. correct, taking that L, leaving the relationship with a lesson learned and doing better in your next relationship or taking precautions to make sure that something like that doesn't happen again? Because one of the things that strikes me when you say that. Uh huh. Or when my, I have friends, I have one particular friend that has that exact mentality. She has gone through exactly what we are talking about right now. Okay. She was with her man. Her man became very successful in his industry and he began cheating mm-hmm. and treated her horribly mm-hmm. at that point. And she would talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't a very private person, she would right. talk about it. Mm-hmm. So um, as her friend, I really got an insight to how it felt mm-hmm. and why she stayed. And how did she put it? Um, how did she put it? She said, um, why would I jump out of the hot pot into the hot skillet? Mm-hmm. In other words, I can be rich and be cheated on or I can be broke. And be cheated on. Correct. Because nine times out of ten, when you're in a relationship, at some point, cheating is going to take place. Mm -hmm. This is what she believed. Okay. She said, so why would I go from a position where I have a great lifestyle, leave him to spite him, when I'm actually spiting myself, and then end up in a relationship with, you know, a person that earns a more normal living and be broke and be cheated on. Right, like Future she's said. Like, she's like, it makes no sense to me. Future said, if you're going to cry in this Rolls or you're going to cry in that Honda, which one would you prefer to cry in? <laughs> did he really say sure that? Sure did. <laughs> you going to cry in this Rolls Royce or you going to cry was in that Honda? Was that the song? Or? No, he said that, I guess he was talking to one of his, his girls that was mad that he was cheating. He was like, either you're going to cry in this Rolls. And he told that story? No, he said it on Instagram. He said, just like this, he said, either you're going to cry in the Rolls or you're going to cry in that Honda. <laughs> I love it. I was like, word. But, but apparently... Future and my friend don't know each other. Right. She said this to me maybe five years ago. Correct. So clearly there's something to that way of thinking. But if I'm your friend, Rashana, uh-huh. 
I'm looking at you like, so you're just going to get married knowing that you want to turn around and divorce him? So what's to be said for the sanctity of marriage? Correct. The value of marriage, the vows before God. Right. No, you're using marriage as a tool to get your just desserts. But wouldn't it be more honorable to look at the person you're with, to look at me and say, wow, you're a piece of bleep and you don't deserve me. So I'm leaving with my honor and my dignity. That's, that sounds great. That, that is great. But that's wonderful. But you really have to look at it. Like, and, and I get it. And I, and I know a lot of women are, uh, always say this, but I gave up 10 years of my life to support you. Mm -hmm. Right. Ten years where I could have been a doctor, I could have been a dentist, I could have been a cheerleader, I could have been a garbage man, a postman, postwoman or whatever it may be. Right. Mm -hmm. I gave that up. I sacrificed my life to support you and to be there for you, to be your arm candy on your arm and to be your backbone and all that other stuff. Then when you made it. You switched up. Mm-hmm. And now you switched up. Now it's like, OK, now you brand new. Now you brand new. Now what am I supposed to do now? You want me to start over? I just gave up. Now I'm 30 years old. I'm 35 years old. I just gave up the prime time of my life fucking with you. Yeah, when my and boobs were perky. Exactly. Now my boobs are fucking starting to fall. You know, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get fucking hair on my arms and a mustache now. Oh. You know, and I'm starting to get gray hair. My body's not in shape anymore. I can't just eat a Big Mac. I got to fucking really, really work out now. And now what do I do? Now I got to settle for something else. And yeah, I know it's, oh, well, it's love. It's love is more important. No, I invested in that. And I look at it as the same thing as, let's say, you know, I buy a home mm-hmm. and I work on this home every day to fix this home up. So this home is my baby. Now, when I'm about to sell it, a, a, a rainstorm comes and washes the shit away, right? It's <laughs> just a plain old rainstorm. A rainstorm, let's say. Thunderstorm, right? Wash my shit away. So I'm like, all right, well, at least I have insurance and then when i look at insurance there's no flood insurance i get nothing oh wow i like that analogy that was a good one so now you're fucking sick yes you just put all your hard work and effort and now there's everything, no insurance and there's no insurance there's nothing mm-hmm. all you have is that fucking piece of ground over there that's worth nothing because it's in a flood zone mm-hmm. so you marry the neighbor <laughs> so that you could divorce him and get half of his house i don't know but <laughs> but, you, but you see what i'm saying so you know and i asked gear the same question like what would you do gear was like well I would do oh, this. Oh, that's how I sound now? Let me finish. I'll fight you. I would do this. I mean, I mean, I like material things, but not like that. I'd rather uh, a relationship where I are really into somebody that's loyalty and there's trust. So the material <laughs> items, I just wouldn't care. I said, oh, so you get rid of your Birkins and all that? Yes, because I would want to show my children that, you know, it's not about material things and it's not about money. It's about, I don't sound like it's that. about you know, honesty and loyalty and love. The voice is so, a lot deeper. So I wouldn't care. <laughs> so that's what I would do. I mean, that's no, great. No, that's not what I said. What did you say? I said, getting back to um, Cassie and Alex Fine and uh-huh. Diddy, I said that the lifestyle that she was living while she was with Diddy, mm-hmm. yes, you can buy whatever you want. You can eat wherever you want. You can fly whatever style that you want. That's all well and good. <clears throat> But I would think that after a while, red carpets might get monotonous. They might get a little boring. Once you have everything, Mm -hmm. the next thing doesn't feel as special. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I can see a world where that lifestyle just didn't mean as much to her. Mm -hmm. Where it may not even mean as much to him. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because... It can become so easy. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're living that lifestyle, regardless of how you feel about it, mm-hmm. if you're getting cheated on mm-hmm. while you're living that lifestyle, how important are those material things? And I said to Rashawn, yes, I like material things. Uh-huh. I like things that are beautiful. I like things that are well-made. I think I like things that are nice to look at. I like things that are nice to the touch. I like Nice things. Correct. So I think that I'd be the perfect person to kind of um, come to a conclusion about how I feel Mm -hmm. about this. As much as I like nice things, 
If you're getting cheated on, if someone isn't filling you up, if someone's not making your days happy as mm-hmm. they go by, those material things mean nothing. But what about all that They're, sacrifice you put in for that relationship? Ten years. At the end of the day, if my partner can't see the sacrifice and can't see the love that I poured into the relationship and poured into him, then I have to let him go. Mm. I'm not looking to add more years to someone that doesn't value me, Mm -hmm. to someone that puts me on a lower level than new random chicks that he's just meeting. Mm -hmm. If that love isn't there, if that reciprocity isn't there, why do I want to ring on my finger to prolong it Mm. for more material things? Like at the end of the day, you're talking about leather and stones Mm -hmm. and you know, other it's it doesn't equal emotional happiness. Right. That's the truth. Like you put it on the scale, you know, if she was living and, and again, we don't know, but if she was living a life with Diddy where there were problems and they continued, there were apologies and more bad behavior continued. And I'm not necessarily even saying cheating. He could possibly have just not been treating her right. Correct. Who knows? We don't know. Right. Or it could have been vice versa. If it wasn't working and I'm not emotionally satisfied, I don't really care about a car or a flight or some food. Right. I would rather be with someone that I can wake up with, smile, hug and kiss, roll around, go do fun things, enjoy my life, who's smart, who's funny, who's witty, who really just makes me glow. Right. That is everything. Like That's more valuable than anything. So mm. if she found that in this trainer, mm-hmm. to me, it's kind of a no brainer. Like I wouldn't be with him eating as at, as you said, Applebee's thinking to myself like, damn, I could really be at Philippe's right now. I'd be more interested in the conversation and the fun and the good sex that we're going to have later on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like right. I would be into that. I really wouldn't be missing a freaking handbag. Mm. And I love a handbag. Oh, I know. <laughs> Do I know. you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, who really cares? Right. You know, like future, a Honda's going to get you from A to B and a Rolls Royce is going to get you from A to B. You're going to get there. You can get a Honda with leather. You know what I mean? You could, you could, you could still. I don't know if it's real leather. My point, I, th- I think they are. I think it's like vinyl. It doesn't freaking matter. Right, but sorry. the point is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna get there comfortably. You're gonna have heat in your car. Like you, my point is, you're gonna have what you need. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When when I was driving in a Honda, I wasn't thinking to myself like, oh, you know, it'd be so much nicer to be driving in a Benz. Like, I didn't care. I was happy for the car that I had because it did the job. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you put the two on the scale, lifestyle, love, love, lifestyle. Mother trucker lifestyle. That's how I feel. Okay. That's how I feel. If I'm with somebody and then they started cheating and they're with somebody else and they apologize and they do it again, they apologize and they do it again, and I'm in it for 10 years... I would just have to say, you know what? I'm just going to bow out gracefully and God's just going to have to deal with you. Okay. Well, well, let me, well, let me, you know how, you know, guys, you know how I feel. So brr, 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 call me a bird. You still feel that way? Yes, absolutely. I put my time in and we would love to hear from what you think. So we want you to leave comments <laughs> under this post and tell us what you think. Would you rather cry in the Rolls Royce or cry in the Honda? I'm just saying. Just let us know. And that's, that's going to be the name of this podcast. Okay, okay, okay. I like it. Would you rather cry in the, uh, cry in the Rolls Royce or cry in the Honda? I like it. All right? I like it. So uh, leave us a comment. Like you said, Guy and I were talking. It was like, let's go do a podcast right now. So we ran home to, to do this podcast. <laughs> yes, we skipped breakfast. Yeah, skip breakfast to come do this podcast. Support for today's episode also comes from Lisa. Resolve to rest this new year. A quality night's sleep helps you recover from distractions faster, prevents burnouts, makes better decisions, improves your memory, and overall makes fewer mistakes. It's not marketing, it's science. To design a better mattress, Lisa leveraged over 30 years of experience and 100 hours of testing to develop the perfect mattress for all body shapes and sleeping styles. I have a couple of Lisa mattresses. I actually have one at the studio that I use when I do clubs and I can take a quick nap. And I have one at the house that makes sure I am well rested. 
So start 2019 well-rested. Get $160 off a Lisa mattress at lisa.com slash caseycrew. And use promo code caseycrew at checkout. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash caseycrew. Promo code caseycrew. Lisa mattress puts me to sleep. Toyota isn't just a car company. And the new podcast Toyota Untold isn't just about cars. It's about mobility. It's about helping people move socially and emotionally. It's about respect for people and continuous improvement. In Toyota Untold, you'll hear behind-the-scenes stories about how a son's love for his mother led to Toyota's unlikely origin as an automated loom company. Why and how Toyota works is what you need to see. Toyota Untold. Check out the podcast now. Toyota Untold. All right, so let's go to the email. Here we go. Hey, Gia. My husband and I are separated. I have a newborn baby girl, an 18-month-old, and a 5-year-old. Oh, congratulations. Whenever we argue, he goes way too far, and it turns into him screaming in my face and bringing me down. It's honestly so hard to do this by myself. I'm still on maternity leave, but I'm so scared what's going to happen when I start working. I don't think we're getting back together since he isn't really sincere about his apology. If I ask him to stay here, I'm worried he'll sweet talk his way back with me which he always does. If he's not here, I'm so overwhelmed. What can I do? Please respond. Okay, well, first of all, you don't need to be with anybody that puts you down. Um, and the reason I say that is we can all argue. We can all disagree. You know, sometimes I raise my voice. Sometimes Gia raises her voice. I mean, it's an argument. It's emotions. It's, it's okay. You can argue. But when it starts going to putting you down, mm-hmm. that's when it's going too far. You know, never in an argument has Gia says, well, that's why your dick's little. Or ne- <laughs> she's never said, well, that's why this, that, and the other. She has never went that far in in our argument. That and the same with me. I did that. I just right, you'd be lying. And I never, you know, I never went at anything that, that bothers gear or if she had an insecurity. Right. I never went at anything of those because I genuinely love her. Yeah, I do want to win an argument. And yeah, I do want to uh do things that help me win an argument. And sometimes I will try to throw a little stab at her, but it's not gonna be a stab that's gonna uh, make her so upset. Like if she had a pimple, let's say Gia had a pimple, I'd be like, that's why you got a pimple on. You know, that Gia's gonna be like, fuck you, like pimple be gone in two days. Nothing that's gonna be so extremely upset. Now, I remember when, uh, can I can I tell a story? You and your brother was arguing, he said something that was foul? Um. Okay, yeah. Okay, now Gia and Gia's brother was arguing and um, they got into a, a nasty argument. And he really tried to hurt her feelings. I was, mm, this was a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. How old was I? Maybe 17, 18? 17 to 18. Yeah. And during the argument, of course, if you argue with Gia, you you have to be a lawyer or a judge. Like, she will (laughs) argue you down. But anyway. (laughs) So, I guess he was winning the argument like she always does. And She, you said he. She. And the only thing that he could respond with was uh, something to the fact of, what did he say? I don't remember. I'm not going to say what he said, but he went for my jugular. Yeah, he went very, very, very nasty. And um, it was one of those things where you can tell he went for the jugular. Like, you could tell he was trying to be nasty and really try to hurt her feelings. And it honestly did. You ain't speak to him in how long? No, it didn't hurt my feelings. Um, But that's only because I think... That I'm a strange kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, like my whole life, I how do, how do I put it? I um, I operate with my head uh-huh. and not with my heart. Mm. So when he said that to me, mm-hmm. it didn't hurt my heart. Right. It processed in my head, and my thought process was, "Wow, a." Do you really believe that? B, even if you do, the fact that you can put your mouth together and articulate that to me mm-hmm. means that you really don't bleep with me. Right. It means that you really just tried to cut my neck. Correct. Which means that I can't bleep with you. Correct. Period. So for me, things kind of um, boil down to logic and that's how... I've operated my whole life. And because of that, 
I stopped dealing with him for years Mm -hmm. based on that one argument. But I wasn't hurt. It didn't hurt me. I didn't feel as though I needed to go and bury my my head in a pillow and cry. Right. Or anything like that. It was just like, wow, you said that to me, which means that you really don't love me the way I thought that you loved me. Right. And you guys, after years of of not really fucking with each other, you guys talked about it and you told him how he felt and he apologized. Well, he didn't even remember. First of all, it had been so long that we didn't deal with each other. He didn't even remember. That he didn't even remember why we stopped. It just became, you know, um, just... A typical day. Correct. It, it didn't even, he didn't even remember. And then when he finally reached out to me and we had a conversation, I told him where it started and why. Right. And he almost wanted to cry. Yeah. He almost wanted to cry. He had, he had he, no clue. He, and he didn't deny saying it, but he was shocked and appalled and mortified that he did say it. Right. That. He didn't even have to apologize. I saw it in his face. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it happened, you said to me, and I remember the conversation that we had, you said to me, well, Gia, you're the type of person that, especially in an argument or a disagreement, you said that I don't show emotion. Correct. That anything that's being said to me, comes off as me being unaffected. Right. So you said that a person feels like they have to go for your jugular, for my jugular. Correct. In order to get some kind of rise out of me. Mm-hmm. So you were I, kind I, of sympathetic. And I never told you this before, but to be honest, mm-hmm. a couple of times I wanted to go for your jugular. I mean, the truth, you have gone for my jugular. You've never attacked like an insecurity or something, but... I thought about it. I would say... I thought about attacking you like your brother did one time. I would say that when we were not as emotionally evolved, mm-hmm. which is probably before we lived in this house, mm-hmm. when we lived in our last house, I think that's when we had um, the most of our problems. So about 13, 14, 15 years ago... Mm-hmm. I remember like during that time you telling me that like yeah you did you definitely did go for my jugular mm-hmm. but not by attacking an insecurity. Right. But you, the reason you I, said you wanted to what do you mean? Um a lot of times it, it's like this. It's like getting into an argument with somebody that argues. It's like I don't know if, for people out there listening you ever argue with somebody or debate somebody that seemed like they was on a debate team in high school <laughs> and you like, you know, you can't win. So you just went like your mother, like you just, you just want to go that far. Cause you want them to feel your pain. I, I always used to feel like when we used to argue or disagree mm-hmm. that you would win with words mm-hmm. and I would want to cut you back, mm-hmm. you know, and I wouldn't put my hand on you. I probably wanted to, or I wanted to hurt you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the only way I could hurt you is just to think something outside the box that would make you feel bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and not not that I meant it, but I just wanted you to feel the pain that I felt, you know? Right. And you have to grow up out of that and realize, damn, I love this person. Why would I possibly try to hurt him? Mm-hmm. But that's the reason why. But back to the to the email, you know, it's hard and you shouldn't want to be with somebody that wants to hurt you. You know, that's they that they're really trying to hurt you. Mm -hmm. Like you tell me things that I don't like at times, but it's not to hurt me. It's for my best interest. Right. You know, and I used to get upset when you used to tell me these things. I'd be like, fuck this bitch trying to hurt me. But it was (laughs) trying to hurt me. (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being honest. Jeez. But I had to realize that you're looking out for my best right. interest. And if I can't trust you, then why are why am I here? Right. I have to tell you the hard stuff. Right. You know, if you're doing something that I don't like or if you're moving in a way that I don't like or that I don't think is conducive to your best life, I have to tell you. Correct. Not only do I have to tell you, but I have to try to get you to stop. Right. Like if I tell you and you don't stop, now I got to babysit you to make sure that you stop. Right. No, it's the truth. It, because it, I love you. It's the it's the it's the and truth. I want the best for you. So yeah. So so what do you? What, you know, I told this female or this girl like what 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 I think. Uh, what do you think? Um. Well, what was 
more compelling to me in the email is that she didn't seem to be debating taking him back or accepting him back because she loved him. Mm -hmm. It more so came across as though she was debating taking or accepting him back because she needs the help with the kids. Yeah. (laughs) So for me, that's not a good reason to commit to a lifetime right. with someone or if you're already commi- are they married uh i believe uh, well whichever way or if they're already committed to remain committed mm-hmm. to that person i really you know what it is we've been through our struggles we've had our problems and I've also been happier than I could ever be in this world with you, mm-hmm. all in the same relationship. Gotcha. So I understand the downs. I understand the recovery. I understand the ups. Correct. I get it. I lived it. I've been through it all. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know, going back to the topic before, how it is to have a whole lot of stuff. Right a whole lot of material stuff and be unhappy in your relationship because you're not getting what you need. Correct. And you're with someone that's not doing right by you. And I understand being with someone that loves and adores you and pours into you and nurtures you every single day Mm -hmm. and being on an an emotional high daily. Mm -hmm. I've lived both of them. So for me, it's of utmost importance to be happy like people don't really realize you can be in a relationship and be happy every single day just like you said even if you argue and you debate you disagree whatever you can be happy every single day life doesn't have to be a compromise the trick is finding that person that wants the same thing that you want and being at an emotional level where you both have kind of figured it out right. and understand the idea of reciprocity. You pour into me, I pour into you. And the more we love on each other, the more we want to love on each other. Mm-hmm. The bigger we grow, the more happiness I feel, the more happiness I value. Right. You know, and the more that I want of it. And then you just don't want it to slip away. Life doesn't have to be a compromise. So for me, it hurts to hear that. Well, I think I should take him back because I need the help. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's very difficult without him. It's very overwhelming without him. Yes, that's very true. Two kids, one parent, especially if she's working, mm-hmm. you got to get up. You got to bathe the kids in the morning. You got to brush their teeth. You got to lotion them. You got to do their hair. You got to iron their clothes. You got to get them dressed. You got to get them to school. Right. You got to make sure they have their lunch. You have parent teacher conferences. You have play dates. You have other parents you have to deal with. You got to pick them up. You got to bring them home. You probably got to bathe them again, feed them, get them ready for bed, put them um, in their bed, tuck them in. You got to it's a whole process when you have kids. And to do that on top of working and being tired and exhausted and stressed and forget about all the other life issues you, you may have. You may have other family issues. You might have financial issues. God only knows. And you deal with that by yourself. Hell yeah, it's difficult. Is it so much easier when you can split that work 50-50 with another person or when you have another person that you can at least talk to about or watch a movie with to kind of take some of that stress away Mm -hmm. because you have companionship? Of course. But life shouldn't just be that. Absolutely. You know, life should be about really enjoying your days and Mm -hmm. waking up with a smile in the morning, turning over and looking at someone and smiling at them and getting a hug and a kiss and waking up and ready to take on your day and not being able to wait to see them again when you get back from work. Absolutely. You know, so I would advise for her to really look a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. into why she wants to be with this man um, and then take it from there and to not, and, and if it really is, that simple that he's just a source of help and sweet talk Uh then I don't know especially if they're not married I would consider moving past that or taking a break to see what else life has to offer or what my other options are because I I just personally think that the worst thing is to settle okay I agree with you I absolutely positively agree let's go to another one all right um 
So I recently found out when my guy goes out, all his not single and married friends go out. They invite other females, hoes and bitches, as they call them awesome. in the group Awesome. Yes. To hang out with them. One time for the hoes and snitches. <laughs> and that, to hang out with them, this includes <laughs> my guy as well. We had our falling out about it, but are working on building and correcting this in our relationship. My guy informed his friends that I found out and now they are worried that I'm going to say something. I don't feel it's my place to say anything because I'm not close with any of their significant others slash wives. I only see them as uh, at my guy's family get togethers. My concern is my relationship now. Am I wrong for this or is it something I should share? I ask you because I know Envy refers to you as the homie and he doesn't mind having you around when he goes out with the guys. But I'm totally confused because I feel a guy would want me out, too, with his friends. But I'm concerned what what their concern is probably seeing all the other chicks around them and telling their significant others. Please help. Can you summarize the second part? Uh, she wrote it kind of crazy, so I was trying to. If I you want me to read it, like she wrote it. No, I just want you to summarize it, like what you took from it. She basically that, is saying that, that you know she would want she wants to go out with her man too, but she feels like the guys would be concerned because all the other chicks around, and that she would tell their girls or wives that there are whatever they snitches around. around. Exactly. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so first of all, but wait, what's the question? She just wants help. Well, what should she do? What should she say in her relationship? Okay, and I just want to be clear. Her hu- she's not saying that her husband is the one that has these extra women around. Yeah, she said it's her husband. She said her husband did too. No, I don't. I don't think she's. Yeah, she said. I recently found out when my guy goes out, all his not single and married friends go out. They invite other females. They Holes. invite other Hold females. Holes and bitches to hang out with them. This includes my guy as well. So he's invi- he's inviting them as well. I guess they all do, and the hoes and uh, the hoes, the other chicks be around. Them. <laughs> I don't know if they're hoes and bitches, but the other chicks be around. Them. Okay. So she's saying help. Now, first and foremost, it's none of your business what the other guys do. So you keep your mouth shut. Like, I agree. Don't you? You don't pass. You don't. Well, because. She she should keep her mouth shut because she's not friends with any of the other guys' girlfriends. Or wives. You keep your mouth shut regardless. You don't know what's I going don't on. Necessarily you don't agree. know what they're doing. No, and you I don't could necessarily spark. agree you don't know with doing. that. Unless you got evidence, you mind your fucking if business. If you're there, well, first of all, if she's getting it secondhand, like if her husband is coming back. Let I me think she read you. the group chat. If, ugh, if she's getting it that way. But it's still difficult. Like if I have a friend, a girlfriend, like let's say it's Mercedes. Correct. Right? My friend. What up, Benz? What up, Benz? And she has a man. Uh-huh. And he's hanging out with you. Uh huh. And some of your other guy friends invited some randoms. Mm-hmm. And there's a group chat about him getting fellatio okay. at the club from one of these chicks. Mm-hmm. And I read it. Yes, I would be inclined to keep my mouth shut because I'm like a vault. Right. But if she's my friend and she's a real friend, she's not like a fake friend. She's a real friend. How could I not tell my friend that her man is out there cheating with the random? Because you got that information from me. Well, I shouldn't have been reading your group chat. And exactly. I did. Well, and I did. So it's not as though you faltered. I it, would be faltering. It's my fault because now that's me. I'm a guy. And as guy code, I'm supposed to make sure the shit that I have is well secure. And if I'm, if it's not well secure. <laughs> oh, so I shouldn't have your passcode? Ex- and my, yes. And my wife finds out, then then I, it's on me, not on you. This, now it's I'm fucked true. Up. It's true. It's but up. this is like really no. a catch-22. Because what if... Two months down the line, my girlfriend winds up getting an STD because her man was out there cheating. And I knew. And I didn't have her best interest at heart. And I didn't tell her. Now she has... Then you find out on your own, not through my phone. Now she has an incurable disease. And she's screwed for the rest of her life because I was worried about your guy code. Yeah. Kind of... Now, that doesn't really seem... That doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right, but you shouldn't be in my phone. But then you got to take that up with me. No. And your friends just got to be like, wow, we can't trust Envy because his life's an open book so to now, his wife. So now I don't have any friends. And now I'm stuck. You can find new friends. No, nice I don't find no new friends. But anyway, back to this lady. 
All right? Because <laughs> I'm not going I'm not going with your fake shenanigan thing. Well, like I said, she shouldn't be saying shit to <laughs> significant others <laughs> it's none of your business well it doesn't matter because she's not friends with any of the wives or girlfriends anyway correct so, so she, she's safe she doesn't have to say anything correct so she shouldn't say shit anyway right just want to put that out there right second of all I your man is his friends are hanging out with other girls yes that is a problem but what is he doing are they just there sitting sitting at the table as eye candy and your man is not doing anything on the side that's none of your business Wait, if her man's not doing her anything? Her man's not doing anything on the side. Oh, okay. Right? Right or wrong? I mean, should it, well, does she really know? I mean. Because in my opinion, mm-hmm. if, okay, you're my husband, right? I am your husband. If your guy friends mm-hmm. want to go out and hang out with a bunch of randoms. Correct. And by randoms, I don't, I'm not concurring that they're. Bitches, excuse me. Bitches and hoes. I didn't mean that. Go ahead. I meant <laughs> hoes and snitches. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying random as in random people. Correct. People that you don't know. Correct. Because random correct. just sounds so disrespectful. But it that's does. I'm using it in that tense. All right. That you're going out and your friends are inviting a bunch of randoms around and you choose to be there. What business do you have being there if you're not interested in these girls? Okay, perfect example. You have no business being yes, there. Yes, I do. Let's say it's Mikey's birthday and we're all going out for Mikey's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we go Mikey's out- birthday comes once a year. I don't need to hear the rest of your scenario. Once a year, it's fine. All right, he has, he has some bitches around and I'm there for Mikey's birthday. Right, that's fine. What's the problem? There's no problem there. But okay. now what happens if it's Wednesday? And Mikey wants to hang out with a bunch of randoms. No, then I won't go. You have no business being there. You're absolutely right. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. But if it's Mikey's birthday, I'm going out with Mikey. It's not like, oh, you're going to invite me. Now I got to hang out with you and a bunch of randoms. And now we both have to suffer. Right. No. All right. Now let me. You have no business being there. You're going to watch the game? Bet. You're going to watch the fight? Bet. You go into the game? Bet. You go into the fight? You guys just want to go to a bar and get drunk and sell stupid muffin jokes? Wonderful. Nobody's telling the muffin jokes, but you forget. <laughs> That's fine. But if you're going to the club so that you guys can have a bunch of eye candy around, dancing and gyrating in front of you, what do you need to be there for? I'm, I'm, I'm with you. If it's Mikey's birthday, I'm there. That's but fine. Even, but I, for instance, right? You got to celebrate now, what I'm gonna be Mikey honest. wants to do on his birthday. I'm going to be honest. Mikey had a birthday a couple of months ago, right? Wait, is this a real situation or is this a hypothetical My friend situation? Mikey had a, had a birthday party a couple of months ago, right? Okay, so this is real. Right. Okay, go. I just showed you the video this morning of yes. the party because uh-huh. we were just having this conversation, right? Uh-huh. Now, what did the video look like? Yo, you? There's something wrong with you. What? I just want to let you know, it's not that serious. It is serious to me. It is not that serious. It is serious to me. Okay. So... You, I, I don't want to tell. We can't tell too much. I'm right, it's to, just Mike, Mike. Mikey had a party. Let's just put it that way. And in Mikey's section, it was a bunch of girls. Yes. <laughs> in Mikey's section, there was a bunch of girls and bottles pouring and champagne popping and all that stuff. Now I got my own section. Rashad got his own table. And what did my section look like? Next to Mikey's section. And it was just him and his iPhone. It looked crickets, did it? It, <laughs> it looked so looked bad. Like crickets. I looked like a herb it in the club. It looked like you had no life. No life. <laughs> Mikey's section was popping. <laughs> he had chicks. He had bottles. He had hookah. They were partying. And then my section over there looked so I'm like, lame. You really bought a section but, so you could be by yourself? Absolutely. Because I so didn't. You take it too far. No, I don't. I didn't. I, all I seen was somebody take a picture. Right. It could have been one of those girls saying, excuse me, let me ask you a question. She could have been in my ear asking me something. Uh Somebody took a picture and then it would have been like DJ Envy with unknown. No fucking way. I'm in my section by myself. (laughs) They take a picture. They could be like, this nigga look lame. I'll take the lame comment all day. (laughs) DJ Envy party with snitches and hoes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But instead, they're going to say DJ Envy lame. (laughs) in the club by himself yeah. doesn't even have a bottle I don't care I had a bunch of water and I was chilling yes. but, and, and that was five months and ago and you took a video of that to five prove months it and just ne- in case and I never showed you because I was like right, if it ever if anything ever happens I'm but like, we were choosing um, emails today and he said oh I found one but then he wouldn't tell me what it was right. and he was like I just want to show you this video right. so then he went scrolling through his phone and I'm like really that was your insurance right that was your insurance that, exactly but that's how I am. But back to 
this lady, I don't even remember what her question was. Um, <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. He should not be um, around that. He should not be right. indulging in that. Yes, I understand if it's your boy's birthday and you're hanging out. Cool. Bachelor party. Bachelor party or something like that. Cool. But on a, re- a regular basis, yeah, you're absolutely right. Nah, he shouldn't be around a bunch of randoms. He shouldn't be around a bunch of bitches and, and, and hoes. He should not be around that. If if he if if he really wants to show you he loves you and wants to show you he cares, he would not put you in that 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 circle or but that. More hole. importantly, he shouldn't want to be. Exactly. He shouldn't want to be. Like I mean, everybody likes a little bit of eye candy. Men, women, we all like a little bit of eye candy. Correct. But I don't want to go out and be in a situation where I'm around a bunch of dudes. Right. Like I don't want to. Right. I don't care how they look. I don't care what they're doing. I don't care what their purpose is. Like, I don't want to be around that. Because I, I genuinely love going out with you. The the only one problem I have with you when we go out. Now you got my attention. Is, and, and I, I, when we go out, we have fun. We we drink, we toast, we dance, we party. I just, the only one thing that what? makes me question, damn, Get should, to I, it. should I invite Gia tonight? There's only one <gasps> thing because it's. And I, I and and that's the bad thing. I have to think about it, and especially when I have a bunch of parties. Oh my god! If you don't stop wasting my time, what what are you getting? Because if I say, "Babe, we got to be ready at 11. Oh, at eleven, you're like, "I, I got to put my jewelry on." No, fuck your jewelry. We got to fucking go. <laughs> and I, if we have to leave, if we have to be somewhere at twelve, I'll tell Gia at six, "Babe, can you start getting ready now?" Now I have enough time. It only takes me forty five minutes to an hour to get ready. No, bitch, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not take you an hour to get ready. Uh, no, I, it takes me two hours to get ready. Right, By the time hours. I take my nice long shower and your face regimen, and, and you stand in, and you sit in the mirror and you pluck your eyebrows, <laughs> and then you have to decide what you want to wear, and then you have to go and find the shoes that you want, and then you have to find the bag because it's in a box somewhere. It's a good two hours, yeah, right? And, and it was not two hours; it'd be like two hours and a half. I tell you, at fucking nine, we got to leave at eleven, and you, at eleven o'clock, you'd be like, "Hold on, I have to get my shoes." Then eleven oh five. 11.10 you come and say hold on I have to put my jewelry on then you come back there. then you be like wait I forgot this so it's always but that's the only problem I have with you with inviting you out and every time I go out I gotta think damn and what am I doing? I'm like, come on, baby, we gotta go. I'm out in I'm out in the car, beeping Coming the horn. in the bathroom, giving me the evil look. Exactly. That's Sighing the only, and then walking out. The only problem I have with, with inviting and you stomping out. Stomping back you into out. the bathroom, looking at me again, rolling your eyes, sighing, and walking out. Right, and then when, if I have numerous shows, you know, usually it's everything is on time. So 9 to 10, I got a show. 10 to 30, 11 30, I got a show. 12 30, 1 30. So we got to run. Oh, Gear's not running in them heels. <laughs> nope. Gear's like, there's cobblestone there, and I don't want to fall. So I am going to stroll. No, bitch, we got to run. Excuse me, I didn't mean to call you a bitch, but you know what I mean. No, we got to run, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. That's an improvement. I know that's from bitch. Wonderful. But anyway, but back to the lady. But yeah, I mean, I I like going out with you. Mm-hmm. I like going out with you and your friends. But mm-hmm. I like all your friends, right? You know, so we always have a good time. She could go and potentially have a good time, but it shouldn't be to deflect from the randoms Correct. that are there. Like she should like if you're going out with your man, it should be to have fun and to enjoy yourself. Correct. Not because you want to run interference between him and the big booties. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And if that's the case, then you should really have a conversation with him like you shouldn't want to be around that. Right. And if you do want to be around that, you need to explain to me why you want to be around that. Because now we have a bigger problem that we need to discuss. Absolutely. All right. Well, I hopefully they, they get that to have that conversation <laughs> and she's comfortable and she goes out because he really wants her to go out and not, and like you said, not to be the enforcer. But that's a whole other, let me just say that before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't want to go out with you and I'm sure you wouldn't want to go out with me if you felt or if I felt as though you had to. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't want to give you an ultimatum. I don't want you to invite me out because it's like, oh, I don't really want her to go, but... If I don't invite her out, she's going to be pissed off and it's going to be an argument. So let me just go ahead and invite her. Right. Who wants to be invited out under those pretenses? No, you're right. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you invite me out, I want it to be because you really want to spend time with me. You really want to have fun with me. And I actually add to your experience. Absolutely. If that's not the reason, I'd rather stay at home. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm no pity case. I don't want to be a pity case. So just make sure that you're not a pity case in that situation where you're invited out. But more importantly, have that conversation with him. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. We appreciate you guys for riding with us. Yes. And don't forget, January 27th, we're doing a real estate seminar in New York City. So if you want to learn about real estate or get into real estate or something that you've been thinking about doing, maybe you want to crack into in the 2019, this is a great seminar that can get you started. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see so many videos of me looking at homes, but not only myself, but students that actually came to the seminar that were actually helping buy their first investment property. Um, it's a way to make some extra income and it's it's definitely something that you could pass on to your kids that they'll be great. All right. So if you want more information, you can hit up Eventbrite or click the link in my bio and we'll see you guys next week. All right. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles.